I'm Tyler. I'm Shorty. I'm Ava. I'm Miles. I'm Kara. Yo, this is Reno. Hello, I'm Brandy. They call me Pride Slayer. I'm Bon Bon Manuel. And we are the Interidiots. listen to has crude language, violence, and other things you probably shouldn't let your children listen to. Please enjoy. <laughs> Just kidding. Stop what you're doing. Swallow what you're chewing because it ain't wet from sweat and we ain't done yet. Welcome to Inner Idiot Podcast where we just want to touch your insides, people. And when I say touch your insides, I just mean tug on your heartstrings. Don't be gross or be gross, you know. Touching insides can be fun. I am your host, the big, the bald, the beautiful, the brash, the bumbling, and the oftentimes bastardly MC Tyler Havlin, and I talk slow, and I walk slower. That's just how I roll, people. Shorty, you're up. Two claps and a Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! It's all right. We'll get the timing right. We got two more chances. I was wondering why I got a notification for you being live when I was the one who set it up. And I was like, <laughs> why do I need to know this? Well, now you know. Oh, Yeah. It's because I was on your Facebook yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> two plus two equals seven. Carry the one. Account for the D. Sorry, I got I got sidetracked. I don't like math. <laughs> Fuck, I can't even read. <laughs> Next up, he is the Lord that's never bored, the commander of the comic books. He's been petting kitty and grabbing titty since 1991, <laughs> ladies. Have you met my friend Shorty Fresh in the flesh? Two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! We was close. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. Okay. We was really close that time. So, real quick. Okay. I went to the flea market today with my buddy Knuckles and his uh, his girlfriend. Uh huh. And every time they asked where we were going, I said, "We're gonna bust the left. We're gonna bust the right. We're gonna do this." And Knuckles made a good joke. He said, "Shorty, I'm gonna get you a T-shirt that says busting lefts, busting rice, and busting nuts.'" Yes. I was like, "Oh man, that's a good one." Can you get me one that says busted nuts and licking butts? Yeah, I guess we can figure it out. We're gonna put that in the merch store, people. Yeah, that's gonna be this is gonna be the inner idiot specials. All right, it's ne- gonna be our bust the lines. Ah, <laughs> next up, he is a semi-pro soccer player. He is one half of Page Turners and Button Mashers. He is a D and D aficionado. One of my favorite players. Oh, this people is why we're this ever is why we're played D and D with. Two claps and a Ric Flair. We're going to talk about that tattoo. Two claps and a Ric Flair for not an MC, Tyler Schrader. Woo! 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 You <laughs> fucked that up. Hey, we all fucked it up. Well, Tyler, before you tell Was us. Was I premature? <laughs> I, you know, sometimes. Before we get started, I want to tell you that you, you taught me a valuable life lesson before I had ever met you. Before I had ever even spoken to you, this was back probably, I want to say it was when you guys first started your show. Okay. And it was when Dad's on Day Quilt. Ooh, sounded like I was about to cry reminiscing there. Had approached you about, you know, we were, we were knocking around the idea of, of making a network. Mm-hmm. So I had turned on your show when they, uh, when they had mentioned your name. And you did. You taught me a valuable life lesson that I've carried with me to this day. And that is, and look, it's, it's a super efficient lesson. I'm telling you, like it saves time. Well, get on with it. You don't, if you're, if it's chaps, you don't have to call them assless chaps. All chaps are assless. Oh my God, they are. (laughs) 
And this man here taught me that. The assless if, chaps is redundant. If your chaps have an ass, they're pants. Pants. See? I'm going to look into this. Look into it. This is the truth. So I just want to thank you for teaching me that before we had ever even had any interaction. I need to relearn why they call them what the difference between trousers and pants are. We did this before. We did do this. And we uh, we looked into what knickers are. Knickers. I understand what you're saying. I I know. I just I want to make sure everybody knows. Like I'm not saying the bad word. So it's like golf pants that end at the shin. Anyways, you know the rules. You bring <laughs> you bring uh, the funny stories, and we we're here to listen. So, back when I was a little kid, how I little was shopping at a grocery store with my mom? Right? <laughs> how little are we talking here? Probably like six to seven around that age. Sure. I was shopping with my mom. At a grocery store, seven years old ish, and they have a stuffed animal uh, penguin, right? Okay, I'm here for the penguins. Yeah, I'm walking around. What the hell am I gonna name this thing? It was an emperor penguin specifically. Okay, that's the one and with the I'm... fancy feathers, right? Fancy eyebrows. Yeah, I think so. Okay, if I recall correctly, <clears throat> but. They were saying how, like, on this little information card, it was like, oh, they're known for, like, defense mechanism pecking their predators, right? Uh-huh. So I went, Emperor, King, right? That makes sense. I'm going to name this penguin King Pecker. Yes! King Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking and love it. I turned to my mom and said that just as loud as I could. I was like, this is King Pecker. Old woman right next to us in the aisle just oh my god what are you teaching this boy i love it yeah that's that is something that has stuck with me now now did your mom like stop you or did she just let you fucking go with king pecker she uh she initially just face palmed and then realized oh my god i have to tell him hey don't say that that's another word for your bad parts. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Here is the thing. Now, if you you were making a logical argument as to why this this fucking penguin needed to be called the the Pecker King. Yeah. Like there I see no flaws in the logic here. Neither did I. I would have been a proud parent <laughs> if my child comes to me with a king emperor penguin and you and says, "You know what, dad? This is King Pecker." I'm like, "You know what, kid?" I love you even more now. Take it to school. Tell your teacher what the name is. And if That's you fucking show and tell right there, buddy. Right. If yeah. You, oh, yeah. And if Miss Browning got a goddamn issue, she can call me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking here for it. To me, that that's... That's top-tier reasoning. As that's a solid name choice. That's solid name choice. I'd like to think so. I, th- I think so. so I uh, think so. All right, you, you got another one for us? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. I'm here for it, my guy. Hit it. All right. So, uh, while I was going to college, I uh, would partake in the um, in the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce? <laughs> Hold on now. What the you, wackiest of weeds. What were you yes. going to college for? Uh, at the time, I was an English major. I was really hoping for botany. <laughs> <laughs> right? oh, that would have been fire. <laughs> 
Now, I never understood, before we get to the embarrassing part, like, I, I need details, all right? That this is how I, how I listen to stories. I have to enthrall myself in your world at this time, You right? got to set your own scene. Right. I'm yeah. trying to set the scene here. And, and English, man, don't you already know English once you go to college? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so to be fair, but your spetch isn't good. My spetch isn't good? Yeah. My spetch is decent. Yeah, decent. What like if you're going to major in it, you got to be excellent. I mean, Tyler, not an MC, does have good spetch. Yeah. I don't I know why. Why that. are we calling it spetch at this point? That's what I say every time somebody makes a comment about their, like, good linguistics. Skills. Oh, okay. All right, so you're an English major. What do you learn as an English major? Uh, well, specifically at the time, it was English literature. So, like, old school, I guess, Shakespeare, uh, old English, like Beowulf. That was okay. pretty cool. All right. Hold and on. Just... Beowulf was English literature? Uh, yeah, it was old old English. Yeah, I, it's fables. I thought, I thought Beowulf came from... Oh, English. I'm dumb. We have established <laughs> this for 180 episodes that I'm fucking hard R retarded. Okay, so c continue. Where was your brain out? I need to know this now. Yeah, Set I'm my very scene. confused. I, I was thinking American. Oh, you're fucking dumb. Get out of here, bro. Look, I'm not even trying to be fucking. <laughs> this motherfucker, oh he was like, "Oh, I went to, I took, I, I'm an English major. Oh, okay, so you know a lot about, you know, Americans. God, get the fuck out of here. When you went to English Ooh. class, you were like, man, this is stupid. Why are we talking about sentences? We should be talking about the Civil War. Right. That's history class, you dumb fuck. Give me the Constitution." <laughs> Golly, look, that that was it. <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> All right, anyways, you're you're an English I don't major. say this very sincerely often, but goddamn, you're stupid. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> that was amazing. All right. Holy hell. So we got a Tyler embarrassing story out of this. Wow, yeah. All right, <laughs> so you're, an, you're an English major smoking the devil's lettuce. Continue, my friend. Yes. So, I, um... Yeah, I was just, <laughs> I was, uh, I would also do, you know, uh, and this would make the Stone Safe House very proud, a lot of edibles at the time. Okay, I've never done an edible, man. I... It's, it's a time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, for one of, <laughs> I'm going back to visit my family. I have my own little, my gummies, you know, they're, uh -huh. they're with me. You got a travel pack? Uh, exactly. I love it. And uh, <laughs> my cousin is having his sixth birthday party. Oh, good. Sixth yeah. birthday? Yes. Oh, man, I like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so they Can have a bouncy castle. All right. It's it's yeah, it's getting there. So after everybody goes inside, they're having fun. I see my parents having fun on the on the in the bouncy castle. I'm like, hell yeah! Hold so on, I what kind there, of fun? A, a, just actual appropriate fun. Oh, okay, <laughs> the appropriate kind of bouncing. Okay. Yes, exactly. I, know, I ain't I, never done it in a bouncy castle, but I sure as fuck try. <laughs> try anything once, right? Yeah, twice if I if I'm not sure about it. There you go. But. <laughs> 
So I'm like, oh, hell yeah, that looks fun. Prior to going to my cousin's birthday party, I decided, hmm, I don't like this side of my family that much. I'm going to take two. Are these strong gummies? Oh, yeah. Well, strong for me at the time. Yeah, because you're a little fella. Yeah, especially back then. Oh, my God. I was tiny. (laughs) Uh, I want to say like 25 milligrams, so not anything too big. But you do two, and you're like, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) So... I start hopping around. My aunt joins in. You know, she's jumping around, too. My cousin and his friend, both six years old, come running in. To they come running into the bouncy, the castle. bouncy castle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, um, my cousin runs up to my aunt, goes, throw me. She throws him, catches him, right? All right. He's a little shit of a friend. <laughs> little, I like it. <laughs> Runs up, pushes me, and goes, throw me. So in my very logical brain at this point, I pick him up, I throw him, I don't catch him. <laughs> he didn't say he, catch me. He said throw me. I'm a goddamn English major. I'm I, I taking this shit literal. Yeah. So I threw him, did not catch him. He hit the ground of the bouncy castle hard. His head just ricocheted. Uh, uh, and my aunt puts her hands over her mouth and goes, oh my god, you're supposed to catch him. It's a bouncy can- right? castle. He will bounce. And if yeah. he doesn't, it's survival of the motherfucking fittest. Fight or flight. You either are flying or your head's fighting the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I asked the kid, hey, or after she told me to catch him, I went, I could do it again. And the kid went, no, and just, like, was crying. And <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> well, I'm good. good. That's fucking great. Like, Look, I thought this story was going to go somewhere else. I thought there was going to be a six-year-old accidentally getting a hold of gummies. And I got oh. way too excited. That's fair. But But a kid being thrown and not caught, like, I'm here for that as well. Yeah, that... That was, <laughs> I still love telling that story because it's ridiculous. Oh, man. Do you, so before, like an English major, are we, <laughs> I'm, oh, still, we're back on this. Okay. I'm still stuck on this. Would you, would you learn about Paul Bunyan as an English major? Uh, depending, you could, I guess that would be like American folklore. Cause that motherfucker's American, right? Like that's not English shit. English yeah. would fall under Britain as well. Well, Britain is not America. I understand that, but they are English. As a matter of fact, we call them the English from England. That's true. Look, the, the, we're American. We just happen to also speak English. This is all very confusing. And how we speak a bastardized version of it. This is all very confusing for me. Um, I'm not the brightest man or the sharpest egg in the carton, so... You'll have that sometimes. Do you have any more uh, funny stories for us? That one was fucking great. I'm here for throwing kids. I don't think I could top that one. I, personally. I don't know. That was a good one. Yeah. From from I start mean, to finish. I, <laughs> I do have one. It does involve my wife. She's going to hate me for telling it. <laughs> oh, please She's do. She's in the chat, or she was. <laughs> I, I saw her in there. So... Uh, at one point, this is more just like, it was hilarious to me. If it's... We go to this place nearby that, uh, for batting practice, right? Okay. 
and it's one of those you feed the machine yourself and then somebody hits the ball that's down the way okay, okay. so i am the one feeding the machine i've got a fence in front of me it's great at one point i feed it and it just launches she hits the ball and i go wow that was a pretty good hit it comes back hits the machine and somehow launches diagonally right into my face that was nice just uh, the way it hit the machine it should have gone up back or forward but no it came right for my nose you think she had planned that she's like you know what i need to t teach this motherfucker who the alpha <laughs> is right now i don't think she planned it because the fact is after it went crack up against my face i broke my nose by the way oh wow yeah hell yeah good hit yeah <laughs> i lean back and i'm sitting there going that was an amazing hit one in a million and she's crying oh my god i hurt you <laughs> that's a good wife what now was yeah. she crying because she was laughing so hard because that would have been me no she was she was worried <laughs> oh poor nikki yeah. Poor, poor, poor Mr. Schrader for getting a broken nose. Yeah, he was fine. Two, two black eyes. It was the whole deal. Hell yeah. I'm fucking here for it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got for this first segment. Um, we got to take a pause for the calls to pay the light bills, people. So for those of you joining us on Facebook, thank you for tuning in. You can catch this episode in a couple weeks on Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcast, Pandora, wherever you consume your podcast. YouTube. YouTube. We're now on YouTube. Like even if you ain't gonna what? listen there, yeah. Yeah, we on the YouTubes. Even if you're not gonna listen there, go shoot drop us a subscribe, you know, because I mean our YouTube is feeling a little thin right now and we we need to It just it just started. Yeah. So you go ahead, hit the button, we'll be right back. we're back it's me mc tyler with the wonderful lord shorty and the awesome not an mc tyler schrader and before we nerd out we're going to talk a little bit about the the jock stuff right um <laughs> the sports of balls the ball sports yeah sports ball um so i you are kind of like a mix of me and shorty tyler and, and I say that because you have my name and you like sports and you like nerdy stuff and you have hair. So, like, <laughs> if, if you were to combine me and Shorty, you would get Tyler Schrader. So, before we get to the D&D stuff. How I many times have you been married? Uh, just one. See, hey, I mean, he's on it. Like, right yeah, in between. Right, right in the middle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell us about your, your new soccer endeavor. I know you're really excited about it. So the floor is yours. Yeah, thank you. This, yeah, it's fucking crazy, honestly. This is something I didn't think would ever happen. Now, uh, it, I've been playing soccer for like over 20 years now. Okay. How old and are you? I am 28. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I've been playing for a while, specifically goalkeeper. That's just, I'm a tall, lanky dude. Best place for me. <laughs> sounds right sounds right yep. and i've i've played many many a rec league uh but in between uh college uh, when i was getting my associates not the english degree 
Look, we're going to fry my brain by the end of this episode with this fucking English degree. Fucking college? I was college, a bartender yeah. in college. Oh, oh. Words. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, I uh, took a break from playing soccer for, like, six to eight years. And then one of my buddies was like, hey, join my team. I worked with them at the time, and I was like, yeah, sure. Started up. And then I just kind of started joining random rec teams okay. here and there. And well, people don't understand, these rec teams can get competitive as fuck, especially with a, soccer. Dude. Oh, yeah. I've been punched in a game. Like, it's fucking crazy. And, and people don't understand that soccer can be a violent fucking sport. Oh, yeah. Get slide tackled running full speed. Dude, I see people get hit and not even be touched. <laughs> yeah this does happen in soccer but <laughs> yeah it it does specifically professional uh <laughs> but i uh let's see i was going around seeing like teams that are in the area and i saw this one that's like hey semi pro team apply to tryout i was like fucking a why not i turned to my wife i'm like should i do this and she goes What's the worst they're going to do? Say you're not on the team? Right. Yeah. So I I apply, and like two hours later, they go, hey, welcome to the team. We'll do official tryouts later, but you're in the roster of eligible players. Nice. So you just automatically got accepted? Apparently. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I was like, damn. Well, so in my, in, in my experience, I played semi-pro football, um, mm -hmm. American football. Not the English football. <laughs> I got that right. <laughs> and uh, the look. <laughs> dude, dude, it's not a good episode unless he gives me that look a few times. Um, but it was it was kind of the same deal. Um, they they hurt for roster spots, but I mean, you obviously you got to be good enough to start, or else you're just a warm body. But anyways, mm -hmm. go on. Yeah. So I uh, I get everything situated with that and uh today uh fucking what day is it february 4th i'm putting a date on this <laughs> they have just a tryout thing hey new members come here guys doing the tournament that's coming up come here we'll just practice right mm -hmm. so i go to the field and we got like seven goalies that showed up Okay, that's I'm a like, lot. Oh, oh, yeah, I was like, oh, shit. I might not make the team. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so uh, they do a just, we do this for about half an hour, 45 minutes of just goalkeeper warm-ups. Just going ham at warming up. And then kind of separate into our groups. It's like, oh, okay. I didn't really get to do a whole lot there this first round because i am a new guy in the squad what is so, a goalkeeper warm-up uh it's basically just well to start you team up with somebody and you're doing like uh light throws doing volley kicks to each other to kind of get your reflexes okay warmed all up. right yeah it gets more intense as you go on sure but um yeah didn't do much like after that because they're like hey 
these guys got to practice for the tournament coming up because it's competitive. It's very competitive. And I'm like, of course, but I'm going to sit and watch because I'm part of the team. I'm dedicated. Got to show you I'm dedicated. I am there the whole time. Okay. Out of nowhere, one of the uh, goalies who happens to be the head coach, they just needed extra guy for the tournament, Mm -hmm. goes, hey, Tyler, get the fucking goal. (laughs) Get in goal. You're, You're playing for a little bit. Nice. At this point, most of the other goalies had already left. Like, just left. Did before practice was over. Yeah. They were just like, well, we're not here to just watch, so we're just going to dip. Okay. So I I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking hop in. Yep. And, yeah, I was I was calling some shots out there, telling people where to mark. I even stopped a shot, which was pretty cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, so while it is in the very early stages, things are looking pretty good. Man, I'm glad to hear that. Now, uh, what is what is the um, level of of skill between rec league up to the semi pro jump? Is it very noticeable? Is it a faster game? Uh, yeah. I mean, so the major it's mostly the skill because in rec leagues you got mostly people that are like, we're here to kick the ball with some friends, right? And there's varying levels of like the Friday night beer league to, oh, we play on Monday nights and we're fucking competitive. Right, right. Yeah. So there's that varying skill. And this is like, oh, these guys are fast. They're here to play. They're ready to fucking go. Okay. Yeah. There a lot of them are in way better shape than I am. <laughs> well, I mean, they, but, they've probably been doing it a little longer. Like, at this level exactly yeah so uh, the jump is extremely noticeable uh one major thing i noticed is when i was calling out like hey there's a guy on the left side a person would look and actually shift over there instead of just being like oh the ball's on the right side of the field right they know what the fuck you're talking about at this point exactly and I actually, so I had to coach little league soccer once. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I could not get these kids to understand the idea of spacing. Oh God. Yep. Like you can't all huddle, huddle. You can't all <laughs> be where the ball's at. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Huddle. And, and it sounds like maybe some of these rec leagues, you, they need to learn spacing. Yes. There, there was one rec team that I was on. I, I love the guys that are on the team. They are fun to play with, but we would just get absolutely shot, uh, just stomp like 12 to nothing some games. Damn. Yeah, because I'd be working my ass off, sweating, just being there like, I'm fucking tired <laughs> because nobody would mark anyone. <laughs> now, have you always played goalie? Like, is that your go-to? Is that like what you wanted to play? At first, when I, like, was first starting, it was, as you know, with Little League, it's kind of like, oh, go wherever. Mm -hmm. Couple years into that, they went, you're the tallest guy on the team, you're going in goal. And ever since then, that's what I've been doing. So you got typecasted in. Were you ever upset about it? Uh, no. I was just like, oh, cool, I get to be the guy in the goal. And, you know, watching soccer growing up, I'd be like, some of my favorite 
like professionals were just goalkeepers. So I was mm. like, this is pretty cool. Yeah, and you don't have to run as much. <laughs> oh my god, it's so nice. <laughs> so what <laughs> like, is what is your major pro right there? What I'd play soccer if I could be a goalie. You're too Fuck short. It. I know. What's I your, got mad jumps though. I I believe it. Uh, what's your favorite soccer team out there? Oh my god, that really depends on the league, but uh, I'll probably go with the safe answer and say Arsenal. Arsenal, and that is Chelsea. They play against Chelsea. <laughs> well, which one's Arsenal? Arsenal, uh, they play in the same league as Chelsea. They, uh, they're red. Their badge is looks like just a kind of normal, old school shield, and it's okay. got a cannon on it. All right. Yeah. Now, see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with FC Cincinnati here just because I'm a homer. There you go. And we have a good team around here. Yeah, you do. And uh. It's nice to see, man. It, they came out of nowhere. Yep. Out of fucking nowhere, and they're fucking... They're doing the damn thing for this city. Yeah, but, uh, they, they, I believe, won the regular season this most recent year, so... They, they won the support shield. Yep. So, I don't know exactly what that means. I just know it's cool. <laughs> uh, won the league, essentially. Oh, is before, that what that means? Yeah, before the... So, there's the league, and then there's essentially the playoffs afterwards in the MLS. Okay. So, Major League Soccer. Um, and, yeah, so you win the league, and then you have a chance to win the tournament afterwards. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now, we're going to switch up gears here a little bit, and, and I want you to tell me about your tattoo. Now, Shorty, the first time I ever got to talk to Mr. Schrader here, it was playing D&D. &D. I like how you specify, like, it, we switch gears, and you're like, this is Mr. Schrader now. Continue. <laughs> Well, you know, Go ahead. no, it's I, it's fine. I, I, I appreciate the job. There's a reason to that, though. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Go ahead, then. I, I don't want to sound like I'm talking in third person the whole time. Um, <laughs> but let me tell you, when I met the coolest Seder ever in my life, it was Mr. Schrader. Schrader the Seder. I can't remember for the life of me what his name was. And, and when you say it, it's going to fucking irk me because I know I should have remembered it. Uh, I believe it was uh, Crescent. Crescent. No, was it Crescent? It might Hold have been. on. I don't even remember my character's <laughs> name. I remember mine. It that was... right there to me is a sign that you make too many characters. <laughs> I have, I create characters because I'm a DM. So... <laughs> oh, no, I understand. I understand that. I was a DM for seven years straight. Oh yeah, my, and played three times in that time. My my character I created for that campaign. Daros, by the way. Daros, yeah, that sounds <laughs> yep. yeah. But my character I created for that that campaign was my favorite character I've ever created. And Shorty, you would be glad to know that my character in that campaign was an asshole as well. Hmm. He was a smart ass. Hmm. So, hmm. but onto your <laughs> tattoo. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, unfortunately, we can't see it right now, but I have seen it. Yes. So what was uh, the my... script? Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it is script specifically uh, Dwarven. That's what I thought. I yeah. couldn't like the brief glance I got. I was going with dwarf, uh, Dwarven or uh, Giant. That's fair. Because they have very uh, the, similar tones. Yes. The reason it's Dwarven is because the Dwarven script is used by orcs. 
Yeah. Yep. So uh, my first character coming back into being a player after about, oh, God, I want to say eight years, funny enough, mm -hmm. of just DMing. His name was Tully. He was just a big doofus. <laughs> I like this. And the original idea, I was like, I'm just going to get a big fuck off shield just so I can block corridors. That's his whole thing. All right. I like it. But my uh, DM, who I still play with to this day, she went, no, we're fucking, you're being a, like an actual character. We're doing character development here. <laughs> Now, and, is, is this the same DM? Now, is this the player that I played with? I can't remember her name. No, it is not her. That was okay. AJ's friend. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, my DM is from where I was no longer an English major. I transferred <laughs> to a different school <laughs> to be a media arts and game development major. Oh, I like it. Nice. That's dope. Yeah. Do you use that? No. <laughs> no. He says with utter sadness. But but you do speak English, so I do. <laughs> That's the minor I got in the in the degree. <laughs> I learned how to yeah, use no, the I words. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she really allowed me to uh develop and explore D D with this character. Good. Yeah. And he had this hilarious trait, we'll call it, where anytime something gross happened in front of him, whether it was an enemy being killed and, like, blood splattered mm -hmm. or, like, just something nasty happening, like a ghoul's arm falling off, I had to roll a d20 to see if he would just throw up. Oh, yeah, context. I love him. <laughs> yep. So, Did you have disadvantage? I uh no i would add my uh constitution okay it. yeah so if it was below a 10 i'd puke Just right bleh. if it was above i'd be fine right <laughs> so but if i rolled a nat one i would lose a turn <laughs> now damn if you, if you did end up puking did you go prone no it was just like just a quick yeah it was like, i think i lost my bonus action is what it was oh all right okay. Yeah, so there was a whole mechanic thing to it. That's all right. That's all right. I like that. I know somebody who does vomit, like, and it would be considered a bonus action. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good to go. <laughs> Seriously, dude, like my buddy Bon Bon, he is, because of his uh, fraternity life, he got super good at just throwing up and kicking right back into the, right into the fold. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it's impressive. The first time I seen it, we were at a concert together, and him and uh, him and another buddy of mine got like obliterated before the show. And I drove us down there. We get in the show. He he's like, I think I'm gonna be sick. And my other buddy's like, Nah, dude, you're gonna be fine. Bon Bon turns his head to the building, leans over, and gets right back up, wipes his face. He's like. <laughs> You got any water? And I was like, what the fuck? I mean, it was literally that quick. It just spewed out like a giant spit. And then he just turns to me. He's like, you got any water? I'm like, no. I don't have water in my back pocket. Who the fuck throws up like that? That's like It's like second wind. Dude, it was intense. And Holy he like, shit. he ever had those coughing fits so bad where you feel like you're going to throw up? Yep. Yeah. He had one uh, 
one time during D&D we were playing. And he was like, I'm just going to go throw up. And every one of the table, like, I'm the only one who had seen that happen. And they were like, what? <laughs> he gets up, goes in the bathroom, and comes right back out. And everyone's like, did did you do it? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm great now. Like, why are you guys surprised? I'm like, I don't think they've seen this, Bon Bon. Like, this is new to them. This is a new skill acquired. <laughs> yeah, that shit's in fucking... That, like, it's a... It's like that... Like, I understand that mechanic. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I know somebody with that real problem or real yeah, thing. holy hell. So you got this big ogre character <clears throat> who, who's afraid of a little blood. Yep. I, he I'm here a, for it. That's funny. He's a very fragile man, but, you know, I loved him and love him to death. Uh, in any game that you can create a character and there's like an orc type option, I make him immediately. Mm -hmm. Did you play Baldur's Gate? I have recently started, yes. Is Tully your character? Yes, he is. I love <laughs> it. Not a boy. Yep. I fucking love it. All now, right. I, I always appreciate when DMs force like, alright, we're gonna have character development. I know this is gonna be a knockoff character, but like, we're gonna make it a thing yeah now did this campaign end uh it was like a series of one shots because we did it for D, &D club mm -hmm. like in the college so sure it, it never necessarily ended but i'm not sure if it technically started if that makes sense all right so so tully had no ending fate correct correct how about for the next couple minutes, you give us Tully's ending fate. Let's just do it on the spot. You can't do that. No? No, you can't do that. Because if he makes... If they do another campaign or another story and he makes Tully, then Tully's story will change. You can't yep. end that story. That's why I refuse to end uh, Clarence's story. Like, I refuse. I won't do it. Now, here's, here's why I love you both. Um, <laughs> Darrow's had a voice. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Clarence has a voice. Yep. And this is something I struggle with. I don't embarrass easy, but doing voices for me in that kind of setting. It, I haven't done Clarence voices. It, in a while. it gets me. Can you, can you, but we're going to let Shorty warm up here. Can you give us a little Darrow's? Did Tully have a voice actually? Oh, Tully had an amazing voice. Tell us, tell us about Tully as Tully. Hello, my name's Tully. <laughs> And I, I, I have a boyfriend. I met him while questing with the club. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And, and how long has it been since you've played as Tully? Oh, God. Uh, I want to say, say about th uh, two, three years. And you can just you can just fucking bow. It's back just like that. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. And that's what people don't understand about D&D is you may, because I was one of these people, I, I thought D&D was some nerd shit, right? And then once you play it, like, you realize, like, this this isn't nerd stuff. Like, this is just life. And it's, yeah. and you can make it whatever. You, you want it to be nerdy? You can make it nerdy. You want it to be something else? You can, you can make it something else. Um, he's almost ready with Clarence. Do you remember Darrow's his voice? I don't remember his lines, but I do remember his voice. I wonder if I still have a notepad of random shit I would have him say. 
I had to, I had to get a little bit of inspiration. I have a but Clarence's. It was just. I have Clarence's notebook that I had for him. There we go. I had it. I have it always. It's one of my treasured items. I love this thing. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, I unfortunately don't have any of Daryl's lines that because he was like institutionally insane. Ah, ah, <laughs> yes, yes, I understand that. Yeah. So, uh, but he had the most stereotypical Irish accent. Mm. It was, hello, my name is Daros. Right. And, yeah, that was pretty much how I talked the entire <laughs> campaign. And it, and it, Very good. It blow, it, it, I'm impressed that you guys can do this. Because, like, when I'm by myself, I can, I can do this. You know what I mean? Sure. But as soon as you put me in front of somebody else, it's like, it's like what if I fuck it up? You know what I mean? What if it doesn't sound right? What if it doesn't sound how it's supposed to? Not realizing, I mean, subconsciously, I guess I realize it, but not realizing that it can sound however the fuck I want it to sound. Right. Yeah. But all right, give us a little taste of Clarence. Clarence is so great. So I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, Tyler, uh, about Clarence. So, mm -hmm. what? Real quick. Uh, when you guys roll your stats. How do you exactly do you do it? Uh, well, I've done obviously the uh, the standard array, right? Uh, that was a common one, but it's usually roll four d six, drop the lowest. Okay. See, now we whenever we're doing one shots and stuff like that, we always do what I call the graceful god or heroic oh. rolls, where you re-roll ones and twos and drop the lowest. Okay. And then on the flip side of that. I have what I call the depraved, and it's where you re-roll fives and sixes, and you drop the highest. Oh, my God. And so I got hit randomly with a one-shot one night. Like, I came in prepped and ready to go to play my normal character, and they hit me with it. Hey, Shorty, we're doing a one-shot tonight because half our group is out sick. Okay, that's fine. And so everybody started doing it, and everybody wanted to do the heroic rolls. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do the depraved mode. And so I rolled him up and I'm looking at it. And I said, fuck, man, I really can't play anything. So I decided that I was going to make a human bard <laughs> that was 80 years old. <laughs> and that's why his stats were so trash. Amazing. And this turned in like halfway through the session. The DM told me. That he wanted me to make my charisma a 19. Oh. He was like, I know your charisma. I think my charisma was nine. Because <laughs> I went down the list, too. Like, I rolled my <laughs> die and like, okay, this number's strength. This number's dex. This is intelligence, wisdom, you know, con, whatever. Like, I did it just the way, like, first edition that told us to do. You know what I mean? And. Yeah. He was like, we get halfway through the session, and he loved it so much. He's like, I want you to turn it to a 19. Your charisma's 19. I don't give a fuck what you say. Depraved or not, you have one boon. That's it. I said, okay, fine. And this old man just went on the adventure, and he was just glad to be out and adventuring. <laughs> like, seriously. And so we did another, another one-shot where we were all level three, and... I decided that I was going to continue playing Clarence and that one shot turned into like 15 or 16 sessions with the same three guys playing. And like 
all of my friends were like, we're going to defend Clarence until the day we die. No, <laughs> no evil can befall him. He is this, he's this 80 year old man who's just excited to adventure and tell everybody the stories that he has learned over the time of his life. And he's just, he turned into, uh, God, man, his voice is just, for me, it's so sentimental just to talk about because I love this motherfucker so much. Oh, yeah. But, he's a uh, great character. Oh, dude, I love him. I could, I could tell you his backstory. I love him. Uh, <laughs> oh, hello. I'm glad to be a part of the adventure on the podcast. <laughs> I have my notebook and my good friend Gob and Obsidian. Now Tyler and not an MC Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so good. That's amazing. Dude, he is he is hands down one of my favorite characters. I was telling my parents about him. My parents don't like know shit about D D. Yeah. And I was telling my mom with like so much enthusiasm about this character. And my dad's in the other room listening. And I said he got into a fight or whatever and he had to fit you know use his wits to try to stay out of trouble or whatever and my dad's in the other room he's like what is this old man doing fighting i was like what <laughs> and he's like the old man you're talking about why would he be in a fight and i look at him i said dad this is a D character and he was like oh i thought this was a real person <laughs> i was like damn dude i'm really into this motherfucker like he is he is he is who i strive to be Hell yeah. When I grow old, this is who I'm going to be. Like, I, I demand of myself that I'm going to be Clarence Bowleg. And he, he had lost his wife, right? Like, yeah. prematurely. That's well, what it was. Well, so, uh, I, I, you know what? I'm going to tell you the whole story of Clarence Bowleg. He, Fuck um, yeah. He grew up in a uh, small or uh, pretty good-sized port town where ships and sailors and everybody would come in. Mm-hmm. And he just... From an early age, he loved hearing the sailors and adventurers coming through the taverns telling their stories. And he learned those stories and would begin to tell them. And everybody enjoyed the way Clarence would, you know, make them, you know, exaggerate the details of what the adventurers had said or whatnot. And he eventually ran into um, a traveling troupe and one of the women singers named Annika was there and he was just enamored with her and she was enamored with him and they just ended up falling in love. Well, due to whatever, they just decided that they weren't going to adventure. They enjoyed their times staying in the taverns, telling stories, singing songs, learning and seeing everybody come through. Well, she ended up getting sick and passing away. Now, Clarence had always kept journals to help him remember the stories that he had heard. And so knowing this, Annika prepped a journal for him and in the very first page of it it said do not just because our adventure is ending don't let yours end go out and see the world so clarence without even like of course he mourned his wife and cried but without a second thought he said okay hopped on the first ship he could and left and he he instantly went out and adventured. And at he's, eighty years old. At eighty years old, and like, um, we actually, my friend wanted to DM the story of him getting on the ship and leaving. And wow. so we uh, we DM'd it, and the captain and the whole crew was like, 
trying to convince Clarence because several of the captains and crewmen had known Clarence because they had frequented the port. They're like, dude, you can't be doing this. You can't. He's like, no, this is my only mission. This is the only thing I've ever had to do in my life. He said, this is the only thing I have to do. This is a promise I have made. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he opens up the journal that Annika, he left all of his journals at home. That's the only one he took with him. And he just instantly went out. And then my uh, my other two friends that were characters in this uh, campaign, they allowed me to use their characters in creating the backstory of how we all got together. So uh, Camden, Camden had created a goblin barbarian who specialized in throwing weapons. Hell yeah. And Clarence had stumbled upon him um, unconscious on the side of the road and nursed him back to health and fed him. And now this goblin being of simple mind owes Clarence a life debt. And so he is going to stick with Clarence the whole time and he's going to defend him. Sidian, on the other hand, is a um, Earth Genasi monk who okay. took a creed to defend, uh, defend the weak. And his first person he runs into out of his monastery is Clarence and Gub. And seeing Clarence, you know, frail and old, like he's walking around with a cane for Christ's sake. And he sees him and he's like, no, this guy should not be out here. And so they all started venturing together. And he just like every chance I got, I would sit down and I would start telling some random story about what I've heard. Or I would regale the stories that me, Gub and Obsidian have been on or whatever. It was just and everybody fell in love with him. I've thrown him as an NPC in my campaigns. There's a there was a Facebook group a while back where they uh, they were talking about your favorite characters, and I gave them like Clarence's whole thing. And somebody asked if they could use him as an NPC in their campaign. So somewhere in Canada, Clarence is a NPC <laughs> in a D and D campaign. That's amazing. And I've actually published it to the uh, the Unearthed Arcana. Okay. And I gave him stats. That way, anybody can use them. And I put a special note in from the author, me. Uh, make him as wholesome as possible and do not make him violent, please. <clears throat> Amazing. You're going to be immortal through this 80-year-old man. I hope so, dude. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I dude, like, I love him so much. All right. Well, uh, Tyler, Mr. Schrader, we got one assignment for you. First of all, thank you for coming on and giving us your time and listening to us talk about things we love and telling us about things you love. But here is your assignment. I am going to say that's all we got for today, and you are going to say so in the meantime. Do you understand the assignment, sir? Yes. All right, so that's all we got for you today. So in the meantime... In the betweens time. Remember, if she really loves you, she'll let you eat pancakes off her butt cheeks. Cue the music. We out. <laughs> Oh,